Welcome to Sipping Tea with Jody B. My name is Jody Brown, and this is our first official podcast, and I'm super excited. I started this podcast because I'm about to turn 40, and I just have some issues that um, I discuss all the time with my friends, and I thought maybe some other women would like to hear these topics, learn from these topics, and we can all grow together because we're entering, or I'm entering another phase of my life, and I just wanted to take you all on the journey with me. Today, we're going to be talking about dating after divorce. I've recently... um, gotten a divorce. I've been divorced now for three years and trying to dive back into the dating scene. Um, I also have a special guest with me today, which is my very best friend, my longest friend that I've had. We've been friends since we were 12 years old and we're almost 40. And her name is Christy and she's joining us today. Christy, tell everybody hi. Hello, everyone. And my reason for asking Christy to join us today is not only that she's my longest friend and my best friend and probably knows me better than anyone else does, but also because she has been through a divorce. And myself and Christy, even though we've both been through a divorce, we're at different uh, places now as it comes to divorce. Um, I'm trying to find love or let love find me. And Christy has, you know, she's been divorced, but she has found love again and she's gotten remarried. So we're at different places, but we've both experienced some of the same things. So, Chris, you want to share your thoughts and tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hi, everyone. I am Christy Smith-Mallory, and as Shuddy stated, she and I have been friends for a very, very long time, most of our, all of our adulthood and most of our childhood. And um, I'm here today to be able to give you some tips and some encouragement and even some motivation on how to date after you've been married. So I'm ready to get the ball rolling. In our first part, we're going to call it tea time. And so for tea time this time, I was reading uh, an article in Essence Magazine, which is kind of what um, drew me to do this topic. And it was a lady and she was talking. She's 42 years old. Um, Her husband and she's getting a divorce from her husband, but she's like fresh with it. She's just moved out of the house. Um, They were separated, but living in the same house. So I don't know how that would work. But anyway, um, And now she's talking about some rules that she wants to give him when it comes to dating. And some of her rules were things like um, because they live in the same area that they can't date, you know, go on dates like so many miles from the house or and things like that. But my personal opinion, I don't think men going to follow it. If they want to go on a date, they're going to go on a date. But then she also was talking about introducing people to her kids and how when her mom um, got a divorce, you know, they didn't meet the man basically until her mom was ready to remarry. So that was some issues for me. And I just wanted to know, Christy, what do you think? What, when is an appropriate time after you get a divorce to start dating? And is there a time limit you should wait? Like, is it months? Is it years? Or what do you think? And should the divorce be final or can you start dating once you're separated? Well, Jody, you know, uh, for me, in my case, I didn't have children in my first marriage. So I think that the rules for dating, it may just be slightly different for a couple who have kids versus a couple who did not, who did not have children. And so for me, I felt like we didn't have any children. So I started dating approximately three months after separation. However, dating was just simply just maybe going to a movie, going out to eat, 
you know, just probably going to a bar just to have a drink because I thought that that was something that I should do to be able to refresh, restore myself so that I can move forward. So I personally don't think that there are rules and there should be a time frame. However, I do think that there should be some type of level of respect, especially when there's children involved. I, mean, I agree with all of that. I just wonder, um, you know, because depending on the couple, how long the divorce can take. Because some people, like if you don't have kids and you don't have community property and depending on what state you live in, you know, you can get a quick divorce. And sometimes it takes a year or longer. So should you wait the entire time until, you know, your divorce is final? Or can you start going on dates, you know, prior to being divorced? I think you should start going on dates because, hey, here's the thing. We're human. We're human. We still have needs. And, you know, we're women. And we still want to feel appreciated. We still want to feel loved. We still want to feel like someone's looking at us. We still want to feel affirmed. And so I personally think that you should start dating. And, you know, when the divorce is final, the divorce is final. And then maybe you can take, if there's a relationship with that person to a different level. But I think that as women, we have needs. And we need to have our needs met. Because as you just stated earlier, the men, they're not going to wait. They're not going to respect the rules that's in place. They're going to do what they feel like doing. So I think as women, we need to start setting some rules for ourselves and getting our needs met. So to answer your question, Jody, I really think that it's okay to date. But again, it depends on the person. And I was also in an article, she talked about... Um, I think sometimes we do as women, you know, we react a lot on emotion. So sometimes we're rushing to things because we're feeling lonely or, you know, you just want to have somebody there because you're used to being with someone. And I can say, you know, I have been guilty of that. But um, she was talking about having a physical only relationship, you know, like meeting somebody and, you know, just for the benefits of you know, basically for sex. So is that wrong? You know, because you don't want to wait till you get to your 40s and turn into a hole. Well, here's the thing. We sit and see with Jody B, so I'm going to keep it real. So, you know, as I stated, I did date immediately after my marriage, my first marriage. I dated about three months after. Uh, well, I started dating someone approximately about six weeks or so. Uh, it was someone that I knew. We did talk on the phone. We did meet up a couple of times, you know, within the six weeks period. But I did not have sex with that person until three months after uh, my separation, that was just my choice. And I think for me, it was because my first husband was my first everything. He was my boyfriend since uh, junior high school. So I think I was a little nervous. I was a little scared. And so I didn't quite know how to trade water. But I did have sex for the first time with someone different uh, three months after I was separated. And, okay, so did that turn into a relationship or was that a physical-only relationship? That did turn into a relationship. And it turned into a relationship for uh, approximately three-year relationship. And um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll give further information about that relationship. It did turn into a relationship. But I don't think that I was ready for a relationship. But And I think, as you stated, I probably got into that relationship because I was looking for something more than what I needed at the time. Yeah, because I, I think, I know for myself personally, I just have this thing to wear. You know, you have a certain reputation. And not that you worry about what people are going to say about you, but for myself, I just don't want to get to the point to where, 
you know, I'm dating this person and then dating this person and then dating this person. And then, you know, like I said, you 40 something years old and not, not she a hoe, you know. I've kept a clean slate this long. I don't want to wait till I'm 40 to, you know, turn over a new leaf in that, you know, aspect of it. So, but. Well, I'll tell you this. I did at first. I was thinking about what other people would say because, Jody, you know, I've always been kind of like this good girl. And so everyone always thought Christy. <laughs> everyone always thought Christy as yeah, she's fun. She's cool. She's down, but she's a good girl. So, I did at first think about, like, what people would think about me. But then I have to tell myself, am I going to live my life for me or am I going to worry about what other people think about me? And, again, I thought that this was an opportunity for me to actually live my life and to get some life experiences because I had not had that. So um, even though there were some things that, you know, um, I probably did that wouldn't be acceptable to others, it was a life experience for me for the rest of my life. And I don't regret it. And I know for me, like I said, I got married when I was 20 years old. So my whole adult life, I've been married. So I've never had the opportunity to date and just be single. So these past three years have been very awkward for me because even this, now this is a question that I have. So when you're dating, can you only date one person at a time? Like, well, I'll give you the truth, Jody. Um, no, I don't think you should date just one person at a time. I think you should um, explore your options. Because, hey, you can date several people. It don't mean you have to have sex with them. So, yes, you can date several people. And I think that you should date several people because that gives you a better outlook and a broader outlook on exactly what you're looking for in the man that you will choose or he who will choose you to be his long-term wife and our girlfriend. So I think you should explore your options. See, that's why I struggle because I honestly, like if I'm going on a date with someone, I don't want to go on a date with somebody else because I guess that married aspect of it, like I feel like, you know, I should be committed to them and loyal to them and, you know, faithful to them. But then I'm thinking, you know, now that I'm three years in, I don't see that always I get the reciprocation of that, you know? Like I'm not seeing anyone else. I'm not going on dates with anyone else. But then on the other hand, I don't know if they're doing that because I don't know. I just feel like nowadays men don't make it known. Like, okay, I want to be in a relationship with you. I want only you, you know, this is leading to somewhere like that communication aspect of it. Like I need clear cut. You tell me, you know what this is because I know well, I me. Think you, I think you set the bar and expectations for yourself too high. Mm -hmm. And I think you put yourself in a situation to be hurt again because what you have <laughs> to understand is that you're setting expectations that's not real. Because what you're saying is that I'm going to date only one person with expectations that that person is going to only date me. But if you find out in the interim that that person is not only dating you, then you set yourself up for failure and for heartache once again. So I think that you need to bring down the bar, break the chains, and if you're going to date, it's going to be only dating, casual dating, and that's what you're going to have to look at it at, look at it as exactly what it is. Okay, so in order to go on these dates, you have to know people. So where do I even start to go to meet people? I mean, I've met people, and I have been on dates. I don't want to act like, you know, in these three years, I haven't been on dates. And I, you know, did have someone who I thought, you know, was leading to something else. But, you know, that's another show. But where do you even go to meet people that's, you know, on the same caliber as you? So here's the thing. I had that struggle, but I spoke to an older lady 
people told me that Christy is a battlefield, you have to go out there and get what you want. And she was exactly right about that. Because you know what? I had a tendency of always wanting to hang with several women, several girls while I was going out. And she made something very clear to me. Men are already very intimidated. Men are already very shy. A man is not going to walk up to a woman that's with a group of women, but he'll take his chances with walking up to a woman who's single and by herself. So you know what I have to start doing? I have to get comfortable with going to restaurants by myself, getting a drink, sitting at the bar, even going to some bar and sitting and having a drink by myself. And that's why I started to... Um, uh, introduced myself to new people. I started meeting new people. And that's how I started meeting some of the guys that I dated. So I think that the first step is that you're going to have to be comfortable with going places alone. Now, of course, I don't want you to go to a hole in the wall, but I, I mean, but then I'm not going to knock them either because good men do go to a hole in the wall because you can get a cheap drink, you can relax, you can, you can chill, you can listen some good music and you can go home. So you just have to choose those places that are safe, that you think you can dress up, you can be cute, you can come out of your house and you can have your drink. And you might need it. Yeah, I would have to get to that point because right now, I, I mean, I'm starting to go more places by myself, but it's kind of, it feels awkward. And then I don't know if I'm not approachable or, I mean, you, my friend, you know me. Um, I don't think I always make myself approachable and I'm definitely not approaching anyone to ask them, you know, Hey, what's up or whatever. So, um, but I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna start well, going to some happy hours. I think that you're very guarded. And of course we have done several tests throughout the years, even here recently, you know, when we were together, you know, I, 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 I there was opportunities that men were looking at you and probably would have approached you, but you're very guarded. And when I say guarded, it's just like you have that look like I don't want to be bothered. And so you're going to have to learn to make yourself um, smile and make yourself look available uh, and make yourself not look like you're a mother or you're a married woman. You're going to just have to let your voice down and just go with the flow. I'm going to try. We're going to see. That's, that's, a, uh, that's one of my goals. Um, I think it's something you can do, Jody. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. So when you're dating, should the kids meet who you're dating? So because the last guy I did date, you know, the kids met him. And because I, I honestly thought that it was going to be something serious. But even before that, I did allow them to meet him maybe like three months into us knowing each other. Um, he did meet the kids. And my reason for that, I was watching Steve Harvey. I was, you know, I listened to Uncle Steve a lot. And he was saying that it's best for your kids to meet who you're dating early on because what if, you know, you wait a year and y'all about to get married and the kid's like, oh, I don't like them or your mama don't like them or whoever. And not that you're worried about what people think, but my kids, you know, that's important because they have to, they're here, you know. So should they meet who you're dating, everybody, or should you wait until you know it's, it may be something? I think you should wait until you know it may be something, but with the last relationship that you're speaking of, I do think that you did wait a timely, in a timely fashion. Um, and hey, it's unfortunate. You know, we win some, we lose some. That's just like, you know, you thought you was going to be married forever, and that didn't happen. So we cannot judge if it's going to work or if it's not going to work, but I think that you have a good head on your shoulder and you can make your decisions as to when and who you should allow your children to meet. But yes, I do think that the children should meet the person that you're dating. 
I do think that uh, timing does matter, and I think that you can kind of judge based on the, the way that person interacts with you if this is someone that you should allow your children to be. Okay, now let's say you meet someone, y'all dating. How do you... Okay, I guess this is a huge transition for me. I was married for 17 years, and we had some amazing times, and we had some bad times. But how do you set, go from what you received for 17 years and what you're used to to, you know, letting the person, the new person know those expectations, but still allowing them to be, you know, to be them and to love you or to show you um, their love and not, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you're used to a certain status and certain things and certain things being done in certain ways. And then you have a new person and it's like, uh, that's not what I'm used to. But, you know. Well, here's the thing. One, you did outline something that everyone is very unique. And we all unique. We all feel like we're bringing something to the table when we're in a relationship. But hey, Jody, I think that you're 40 years old in a couple of months. And so we don't have a whole lot of time to kind of be playing and going back and forth with anyone. I think you should make it pretty clear. And what I say, what I mean by saying make it clear, that on one of the dates, while you're sitting at home, you can probably say, hey, Let's, um, why don't you get a pen and we do some things about the things we like. Let's put that on paper. Let me make it clear. And you can talk about it because, of course, you have to figure out a way to be able to say things and do things to not hurt the other person's feelings. And you don't want that person to feel like you're comparing them to your last relationship. So I think that you have the right to make it clear, make it plain, and say, you know, uh, so-and-so, I really like to do these things. And it's really cool if we go to, say for instance, it's cool if we go to IHOP at the spare of the moment, but I'm the type of woman that don't like to know that my man planned something for me because that makes me feel validated. That makes me feel affirmed. You know, I think that you have to make it plain and set some clear expectations of exactly what you're looking for and exactly how you want to be dated because at this point, you have a decision. You have, a, you have an option to make a decision on who you're going to choose based on the way they date you. So I think you need to make it plain. Well, whenever I, I find him or he finds me, I guess I will. But then I, did, I also want to be cautious not to come across as um, snobby or, like, you know, difficult. Huh? And unappreciative. Yeah, unappreciative, because I am very appreciative. And I think my thing is this also, and that's a big one for me. In my marriage, I feel like I gave so much. And even in relationships, you know, I'm that girl. I'm a cook. I'm a clean. I'm a, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do. But how do you not do the most? Because you know me, I can do the most. And so I think that's why my feelings get hurt so fast because I do do the most and I give and I, you know, I do what I think is needed. And then when that's not reciprocated or when it's not appreciated, it doesn't even have to be reciprocated. But when it doesn't seem to be appreciated, you know, my feelings get hurt. So, how can I... Well, you know, Judy, I think that, uh, one, it's going to be very difficult for you because I think this is all that we've been taught. It's all we've seen. It's all we really know because our parents married for so long. So, we've only seen a woman in the role of being a wife. And I think that that is why it's very difficult to separate being a wife from being a girlfriend. But 
now that you have dated and you have seen that you flipping into wife mode immediately, if not appreciated, then then you need to take some steps back and do something differently. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't cook for your, your guy because, of course, every man would like to eat and every woman would like to show off some of our kitchen skills. But I think you might need to tone it back up just, just a little bit. So, for instance, you know, you do come to your house, y'all have a planned dinner. Yeah, I'll cook tonight, but don't set him up to where he feels like every day he's going to get a meal from you because then you're overstepping your boundaries and you're no longer being a girlfriend, you're being a wife. So then he's going to expect wife um, responsibilities and roles and duties from you, but you only get do, uh, you only getting responsibilities, expectations of a boyfriend. So I think that you're gonna just have to remember the role that you're playing before you fall, you find yourself falling into a position where you're being a wife and you're only a girlfriend. All right. So I guess in preparing today, now that I'm three years in this. I can honestly say I probably tried to jump into dating too fast um, just to get over, you know, or get through. So basically, I, that's, uh-huh. that's using somebody, you know, just uh-huh. as an escape goal from what you really feeling. Instead of dealing with what's going on, you kind of just start something else without getting over what you've been through. And me, my last relationship, that wasn't what it was. But early on, just, you know, going on a date just to get out the house and be happy for the moment so how I think is important and I can say that now that I'm past that point to mentally make sure that you're ready for dating because regardless of what marriage it was it ended in divorce so even though they were happy times they have to be something that warranted a divorce so how do you you know heal and prepare yourself and should you wait until you're mentally and physically and your heart is healed and you've forgiven and you know, done the work that you need to do to actually be in a productive relationship, or is it okay to just date to get through? Well, I think that, honestly speaking, I think that still going on dates will help you to get through, but once again, you have to still do work for yourself, because mental preparation before dating it, it, it's you, it's about you. And I think that where we fail sometimes is that we're trying to get into a relationship so quick because we're trying to not think about what we've gone through. We're not trying to um, feel the pain that we're feeling. I think we do jump into relationships. And you know what we fail to do on the other side? We don't use good discernment. And I think that is why we find ourselves pretty much in the same situation because we're so in a haste to jump over that we don't use good discernment. And I think that mentally, if we prepare ourselves, we'll be able to, one, use good discernment in choosing the people that we decide to have a relationship with, but we'll also be able to make sure that we are well inside. Because, hey, we all have flaws, but I think that before we really jump into a real relationship, we need to be working on us, we need to be working on our flaws, we need to be working on our self-esteem because I don't know any woman in America that's gone through a divorce that it has not crushed her self-esteem because you do wonder what is it or was it about me that my marriage failed. So I do think that you really have to be positively and absolutely mentally prepared before you get into a long-term relationship. But I don't think that should stop you from dating to be able to just enjoy yourself and to just laugh. 
I think that's true, but I do think for myself, you know, I did, because when I first got divorced, I was sad, you know, I wasn't, and not because the, well, I was sad that the marriage ended, but I also was sad, you know, being by myself and getting used to not having someone there, and, you know, so I did start going on dates, even though, you know, they weren't anything more than just dates, but then I still would come, you know, I would have fun, I guess if you would say that while I'm out you know, eating and stuff. But then when I get back home, then you still have to deal with, oh, I'm back sad, you know? So I think personally, I should have just um, waited because even though you're running from it, when you get back, it's still, it's waiting for you. The sadness, the depression, the, you know, whatever you're dealing with from, you know, being divorced is still waiting for you. So I think I should have waited prior to going on dates because myself, um, I can get real, you know, involved and real uh, clingy and just, you know, so I probably should have waited. Yeah. But I can't say, you know yourself. yeah, I know myself, but I can say, you know, that was early on. But this year, this past year, you know, being in a relationship, it did teach me a lot because that was my first serious relationship besides my marriage. So um, I've never really, you know, I never dated because I was. I got married so young and I started having kids. So I, I never dated. I've just always been married. So this time I do think, you know, dating, it did teach me that last relationship, you know, the only relationship I've had, it taught me a lot about not only myself, but you know, what to expect from someone else, what standards I should expect, what not to settle for, what not to, you know, what to do in a relationship. Cause I've never, I'm just used to being married, not dating. So I did learn some yeah. things. But I do. Yes. I can't like say I think said, I was ready for that. And like you said, you have to be true with yourself. And you, like, you knew who you were. You knew what you could handle. And I think that's the thing. As women, we go into things, but we're not being truthful with ourselves. We, we know what we can handle and what we can't handle. But we will go running full speed knowing that what's ahead of us is ready for. That's not what we're ready for. So you have to know yourself. Before you get yourself involved with anything, even if it's dating, you have to know yourself. Mm. And especially in this day and time, the world is different. Men are different. Dating is different. So you have to be able to, once again, I go back to have some good judgment skills and have discernment. Yeah, but I just think, you know, nowadays it's, it's just so difficult because it really doesn't even matter the age of the person. Or, you know, everybody, it just feel like people are playing games and no one is really, you know, whether they've been married before, single, it's just some type of game that's being played um, at all times. And I concur with you because the first guy that I dated after my marriage, he was actually nine years older than I was. So I thought that, you know, this is an older man. He's nine years younger than I. He's probably, he's ready. You know, he knows the game. He sees, you know, my worth. And, you know, when I found out three years later that he actually, you know, he was a very nice guy, but he wasn't even ready. I mean, and in your case, you had a guy that was younger than you, and still he wasn't ready. So I don't know that that's what, you know, people keep saying, are they ready? I don't know that they're really ready. I just think that it takes some time in dating and getting to know each other um, through time that you'll know if a person is really, quote unquote, ready. But I think we really need to go in with our good eye 
and not the eye that we keep closed and hoping that, oh, I don't see it, when you know you see it. Yeah, for me, it's just coming to some type of medium with my head and my heart. Because sometimes I can go full speed with my heart. And um, I forget, you know, my head, the, the red flags, the signs, the everything. Maybe I'll just run straight through because my heart say that's what I want. So I'm going to just go. So I, um, I have to come to some type of agreement with my head and my heart. Yes. All right, you're going to keep hurting your own heart. It's like you, you, you're going to be your own enemy. Or are you going to protect yourself? And so that's a decision that you have to make. And that is true. So as we wrap up this conversation and take our last sip, as I'd like to say, um, the takeaway I have from this is just to have fun. Date. And if it's not an exclusive relationship, you can date more than one person. I mean, if you you know, if not sexually or whatever, but that's, you know, still, that's your business. Do what you want. We grown. Um, but for myself... I can date, you know, multiple people. I can go on several dates. I can have fun. I can do things um, unless we're in an exclusive relationship. And if they want an exclusive relationship, they'll say that. And that I also need to be less guarded and more open to love coming my way. Any last tips you have, Christy? None. I think that you hit everything on the head, Jody. And once again, I think overall, I think that we need to be able to know that we are enough. And so whether you date one person or you date several people, that you are enough. And I think that we should do the work for ourselves so that moving forward we can be in productive relationships in hopes of being in a marriage one day. So that's all I have for today. Thank you so much, Jody, for having me on your show. I hope that you call me back so that we can uh, sip more tea all right guys thank you so much for tuning into the podcast sipping tea with jody b this is the first of many i hope you subscribe if you have any topics that you would like to hear or like for us to discuss give me um shoot me an email at sipping tea with jody b at gmail.com and that's jody with an i not a y you can also follow me on instagram at miss m-i-s-s jody underscore b that's Miss Jody underscore B. And thank you so much for listening and stay tuned.